and welcome back to Long Story Short. We are Jade, Stevie and I'm Elle. Three childhood best friends who will be discussing everything life has to throw at us and all the lessons in between. You guarantee completely honest, unfiltered opinions and a few laughs along the way. Oh, and just a warning, no story will ever be short. If you enjoyed this episode, you can click follow and subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, girls. Hi. Oh, girls, it's bloody freezing out. Oh, my oh, God. Isn't it just? Talking about <gasps> the bloody weather, but... <laughs> No, we're so British, but it is so, it's like icy cold. It's bitter cold. I need to get my lonjons out. You coming back from the Caribbean, Elle, you must have been like, oh my. Oh my God, girls. Yeah. I I mean, to be fair, I was in Miami and then the Bahamas and it wasn't as hot as you would think. It was probably their like cold season, typically, but it was still like a good 25 degrees. So yeah, landing back into England, my dad had messaged my mum like, just to let you know it's really cold, make sure you wrap up, which is obviously adorable. Got back and was like, this is unbearable. So cold. So yeah, my heating bill, I dread to think. Oh, dread to think. Gotta be warm. I've not even turned my heating on. Like it's not on during the daytimes. It just comes on in the evening. So if I'm working from home, it is like oh. I've got two pairs of tracksuit bottoms on, a jumper. Jade, and... put your radiator on. You nutter. I don't need to. Like I'm too. Like I'm. I'm in and out of the house. So there's no point. Like I'm in the house, out the house. Also, I've been doing the Christmas decorating. So I'm outside, inside, and I'm just not leaving the doors open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. How is the big decorating going? Yeah, we're nearly there. We're nearly finished. Yep, nearly. We've got, got a few new me- members to the team this year. Of Only course, you have. Oh goodness, <laughs> more reindeers. No, no more reindeers. However, as you girls know, my neighbour, she's got no ideas of her own, and obviously no. we test each other. So of course, she's gone out and she just, hasn't got the reindeers. She's basically just mimicked my whole house. But the difference is, is you can't compete with class. So hers. Very true. <laughs> you know, it's. It's tacky replication of what I've made, you know? Yeah. No, it's good. And I'm going to get me Christmas tree from Emily at Grow Up London, and it's going to be humongous. It's like, you know, Trafalgar Square. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, it's going to be amazing. But, yeah. But, yeah, it feels weird this year. I mean, I think I said this before, but everyone starts, like, winding down for christmas and i have to gear up because of yeah so the christmas parties have started at the pub and my god this year i like i thought i was gonna get knocked out by a guy like on (gasps) yeah god he was very (laughs) aggressive i can't tell you i don't know something's in the water in the air or something but um got some got some funny characters christmas time brings them out doesn't it it brings them out they put alcohol in their systems and then all of a sudden I'm having to reason with an absolute lunatic and be like, no, mate, you can't behave like that. In <laughs> Excuse me. Can you stop staring at that woman? Sorry. He was so aggressive at me. Oh, my God. Really? Honestly. You know, like I didn't process it properly. But now I think about it like he fully was like shouting in my face, squaring up to me and very unpredictable you know it was mad oh but my there God. was because they he was just making these women on the other like table next to them very uncomfortable and one of them come up to the bar and was like he hasn't done anything but i'm really concerned because he's just staring at me making me feel, mm. feel uncomfortable and um and then obviously he started getting a little bit riley with another guy that was sat on the table with these women and then 
one thing led to the other. I literally leapt from behind the bar and was like, okay, um, I think Polly's best to go. He was like, I am going. Who are you? Do you work? Girls, it was, it, he went in on me. He was trying. And I just thought, if I get knocked out, it's absolutely fine because there's a few people in that kitchen that I know will come out with <laughs> and absolutely pin this guy to the floor. You know, it's been done before, but it, it's not one of those pubs either. We don't get like, no. we don't, it's not a violent pub. We don't ring the police out. It's not one of those sort of environments. It's quite classy and the clientele are likewise. So obviously when these people come in, they stick out like a sore thumb. So we have to be like, I've had to turn away groups of people as well because they're trying to get into like one pub and being turned down. So moving down, we should have a little walkie-talkie system between all the pubs and be like, right, coming around the corner is... Yeah, dickhead coming. Yeah. yeah, dickhead coming. Be be away. Oh, and then no. another one just tried to nick a book. I was like, mate, can I have the book back, please? Oh just, no! What are you doing? Oh my god, he probably can't even read oh. either. So oh. thick, he's got caught stealing a book. <laughs> oh, this to goodness. Sorry, there's oh, my no. rant. Oh, I've not even hit the Christmas zone, and I'm already like, oh, girls. <laughs> oh, Jay. do you know what? I don't feel Christmassy at all this year, though. No, I, it could be another six months' time. I just don't feel festive, and I'm really trying. Like this weekend, I went to Hampton Court, and they had a Christmas market, and it was beautiful. But you know, when you're like, oh, for God's sake, like, just don't feel festive. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit over it. It's not even here, and I'm over it. Oh, we should all go and see Santa or something. Oh, we should. Could all do with a little sit on Santa's knee, couldn't we? (laughs) (laughs) Whisper our wishes. I used to be terrified. I used to be terrified of the Santas um, back in the day, like when I was a kid. Oh. I literally, my mum will tell this story to anyone that will listen. Once I was in Surrey Keys walking through and she turned around and I was just gone. She was like, I've never been more scared in, in my life. I was screaming your name, couldn't find you anywhere. It's because I saw fucking Santa. So I bolted into New Look and hid behind the clothes rack. <laughs> oh, terrified. Oh. But do you know why? I think it's because he'd always be like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm so indecisive that I never knew. So I was thinking, don't ask, I don't know. An S Club CD, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't know. I, girls, honestly, I was. I watched. I saw something on Instagram the other day. It was like the nostalgia of primary school Christmases, and I was like, "Give me, oh, honestly, I would have that any day. Doing absolutely nothing, watching videos, rehearsing the nativity or whatever the school play was going to be, going on trips, school lunches and crackers and Christmas discos and selection boxes." And someone's dad or granddad turning up dressed up as Santa Claus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was. Oh, it was the epitome. But they set you up for Christmas and then all of a sudden you become an adult and it's like, well, nothing's comparing now, is it really? Yeah. No, you've got to spend your money now on things that people don't oh. really want, but you've got to give them a present. <laughs> Girls, I've decided I'm not really doing Christmas this year. I've just said to everyone, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Oh, I said I'm again. I ain't got the yep. money here, girls. I really ain't. I know everyone's feeling the pinch more so than ever, I think, at the minute with the mad prices that are, mm-hmm. everything is. But I'm 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 potentially gonna make a homemade chutney, go to Borough Market, go and get loads of bits of like sourdough or whatever, and put, like giving Lovely. everyone something to have at the, the Christmas dinner table. I think that's all I can really realistically. I mean it's gonna cost me a little bit, but I just think something homemade is yeah. I'm going to be able to offer people this year. I cannot go out, I cannot go shopping, and I will not be spending money like that, especially at the minute. It feels really, she says, with thousands of Christmas lights <laughs> outside, but it feels really indulgent. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you might have a chutney on its way, girls. Stunning. I love a chutney. Jade, I don't mean to be ungrateful, but I don't like chutney. So give it to someone else. (laughs) (laughs) You can don't waste it don't waste it i'll have a cup of tea and i'll be happy someone in your household will love a chutney pass it on re-gift it (laughs) (laughs) re-gift i'll make you a gingerbread oh i do like gingerbread i'll take that (laughs) there we go you've had your orders checked i really didn't mean that to be ungrateful i was just thinking (laughs) you know what don't even worry don't even bother Brilliant. Stevie most certainly was honest there. There was no gaslighting of my chutney. <laughs> but this week's episode is called, Is My Boss Gaslighting Me? I think this boss would have potentially turned around and said that she would have wanted my chutney and then thrown it back in my face and told me how shit it was. But that's, <laughs> not, that's not what Stevie did. Stevie was like, no, not gaslighting. She told you it was shit before she even accepted it. <laughs> No, I would like to rephrase. I am shit because I don't like chutney. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> um, this week's episode is going to go into that dilemma sent in by one of our lovely listeners. But before we get there, Stevie's word of the week. Girls, this is to see if you know where a very common phrase comes from or why we say it. So, do you know why we say o'clock when we're telling the time? So, if you say, what time is it? And I'd say, it's three o'clock. Do you know why we, why we say o'clock? No. Uh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> this actually comes off the back of my niece asking why we say it. And everyone was like, absolutely don't know. Is it like on the clock? Yeah. Like, is it like an abbreviation of like, you know, it feels very old English. Yeah. Over there. (laughs) You're actually spot on. It (gasps) is old English, like medieval time. They would say of the clock. And then it just got slurred into o'clock. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Nice. Also, this is polar opposite to the other stevie's word of the weeks that we've had because they've been all elongating the most simplest of phrases yeah. whereas now we're shortening shit down and i'm here for that nobody's yes for full sentences anymore right that's why we no, need- we need to be more efficient more effective say it in less words which we never do never do corporate stevie coming through there <laughs> Very nice. Thanks, Stevie. Hi, girls. Love listening in every week and wanted to send you over my dilemma for some advice. I've been at my workplace for just over four years and recently got promoted to another area within the company. With the promotion has come a new line manager and not someone I had been in contact with much before. She, from the offset, was super friendly and though gives big boss vibes, always has been approachable. However, over the last few weeks, she seems to have taken a disliking to me demanding I take breaks that fit around her work meeting as opposed to my own, piling on extra jobs that aren't mine, saying that they're good practice should I be good enough to climb the ladder. However, in the next heartbeat, she's complimenting my outfit, asking about my personal life of interest, blowing hot and cold as to whether she wants to engage in conversation or not. I just can't read her. 
The other day, however, I was utterly humiliated by her when she called me out in front of four people in my team for a mistake that she was responsible for. To be precise, she used phrases such as, you must be confused, or are you not qualified for this role? And if there's something going on for you personally, you need to let us know. <gasps> I was furious and then so upset. I at one point thought I was going mad and... I at one point thought I was going mad when I know I handed over properly and in fact it was her that hadn't done her job right. I asked colleagues for advice and they seem to believe it's her personality and that I shouldn't take it personally but that she's a bit picky. Do I call her out or should I play her back at her own game in the hope that she's tested my strength to stand up for myself? Oh, those words. Is there something going on for you personally? <laughs> you must be confused. You must be confused. Oh, that is fucking infuriating. The problem with this is it's so political in terms mm. of she is your manager. So the way that you're going to react or the way you would like to react will probably be different to if it was just a normal colleague. Yeah. Not that it's, it's right, oh. but it you just... Yeah, you're exactly right. If that was someone on the same sort of work level, you'd be like, you fucking shitting me. But you can't really say that to your boss. Well, you probably wouldn't have a job by the end of it. I hate that, though, that sort of like seniority thing where people think that they can patronise you and treat you like shit. Yeah. 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 And it's the most frustrating thing because you can't say what you want to say because you're trying to be professional when really you just want to lose it with them. It's this weird line as well between like being personable with you and being like catty and all of that sort of stuff and, and wanting to know about your personal life. Like you said, like she's taking an interest or complimenting on your outfits and stuff. And then in the next minute, it's like strictly business. So like at, at no in no one day, do you know, like, I don't know, does, does that happen? Like, do you, if you blur the lines between friendship and, being a work colleague with people do they do they start I don't know like I don't know if that's making any sense but in the sense like what I mean is have you befriended this person or is, does she use that as a tactic you know like really personal person ooh, personable yeah really personable with you and really friendly and then boom all of a sudden like making you feel like shit it's like this drop like picking you up and dropping you all the time that must that be love really... bombing isn't it but in like a work environment yeah that's so true like giving you validation and then taking it away it's weird yeah you know what though uh i'm assuming this is like a corporate environment that um our listener works in there's so much around like people managers like having to be personable, like look after the well-being of your employees, make sure they're okay. And sometimes people are just crap at it. So they have these false um, conversations with you like, hi, how are you? How was your weekend? They don't care how your weekend was. They're just trying to tick a box with like HR or something like that. And I think some people just aren't cut out to be people managers, but that doesn't help you in this situation where she's not making it a very nice environment. I wonder if you pull her aside from meeting one-on-one -on -one and say, I'm not very happy with the way you addressed your concerns about my performance 
And if you are going to call me out on things, I'd rather we did it in a one-on-one environment. Um, Because actually looking back on it, I believe this is where the process failed. And then literally have printouts of the emails where she's fucked up because I, I'd have to call her out because yes, I'm fuming. That, <laughs> that is great. DPI Stevie getting all the evidence together. That's so true. Because this is the sort of thing, if you're working with someone like this who's gaslighting, then they're, they're fucking up, but they will, obviously, she's got a, an ability. To, well, you said... The listener said that you felt like you was going mad because you were sure you handed everything over, which you did in the end. So you know that you was in the right. But obviously this person, she obviously has a way of of convincing you and potentially other people that she's, you know, she's the innocent party or that she she knows what's going on. Like she obviously is quite convincing because even you questioned yourself. So this is the sort of person that you would only be able to take down with cold hard evidence i think she probably could talk her way out of anything and her seniority means that people won't question it so these sorts of people they do they need like they need in person primary evidence point one point two so i would definitely do that also is she did she say line i think she said it's a line manager or a new line manager there's got to be someone above her right there's got to be someone above her and I think you need to get all this sort of stuff written down in like in an email to the HR department or like just you just need to note things down because you know like if there's a procedure of getting not getting rid of somebody but there's a procedure of like like warnings that you would give an employee Mm. they would be writing down they would be like right x y and z didn't show up for work or x y and z was late on several occasions or x y and z did not complete tasks they'll be noting things down uh, to build a case if they wanted to ever give you a warning or give somebody else a warning if you really weren't keep, keep, keep picking up on your job so you should be similarly saying these are my concerns I've, I used to work for a company and the the top boss uh, you know there was basically there was there was a massive complaint that went through about the behavior that somebody had shown towards somebody that works under the company anyway I'm trying to I'm trying not to give away too much that long story short, someone was spoken to inappropriately, took that to the big boss, uh, took that to their line manager, who then took that to the big boss. Big boss kind of swept it under the rug, you know, it didn't deal with it at all, and then it escalated. But then, unbeknownst to me, all of a sudden, all of these allegations about the big boss started coming out, about the way they've treated and handled stuff. And I'm like, sorry, but why have we got to a point where we're at, where there's like, 10 to 12 different incidences where people feel like like this should have been dealt with ages ago but I think because it was the big boss there was no one to go to so there was no one to write it down there was no HR department in that sense so there's no there's there's just no evidence I think it's just so important nowadays to just get everything down in an email over to somebody that can that can monitor it and manage it because that's there's nothing like not being believed also you forget as well you forget like you know, when she's being nice to you, do you forget the times when she's been an absolute prick to you? Or do you then sweep over them and go, oh, you know, she is a bit, you know, other people have said she's a bit difficult, a bit picky. No, I'm sorry. That doesn't excuse the fact that you spoke to me like a piece of shit. And actually you fucked up, not me, but you can't say that like that. So get it all right down in writing. Yeah. And you know what, if you don't want to go to HR, because the way that, I mean, it's, it probably doesn't feel like it's really awkward isn't it because HR is there to help you but equally you may not want to make a big enough deal out of this sometimes I think you just got to put people in their place a little bit not being in like not 
not being nasty, um, but just let her know where she stands with you. Do you know what I mean? I think sometimes if they can take a liberty, they will. Um, yeah. But let her know, no, I'm going to call you out on it. And what you did wasn't wasn't okay. And yeah, see how it goes. But oh, I tell you what, work relationships, and I use relationship in the loosest term, are the weirdest thing because you spend so much time with these people and if you were outside of that environment, you'd never choose to spend time with them. It's so bizarre. It's such a weird, weird thing. And then obviously on the odd occasion, you find someone who's fabulous, but yeah, more times than not, they're just not your people and that's okay. As long as they're not being horrible. Girls, have you ever had like a line manager or like boss or someone like like gaslighting you? Um, I don't know about gaslighting. I've well, I suppose if you're talking about in the sense of what our listeners had, then maybe, yeah. When I worked in TV, there were a hell of a lot of egos. So people that were senior, exec producers, line producers, yeah. Sometimes they'd be like super friendly and then sometimes you'd be the first one that they'd blame, which to be honest was more, I think more of a like defense mechanism because it was just so easy to blame the runners like or wherever, whatever position that I was in. I definitely had a couple of experiences, yeah, where people would say like, oh, this person did that. There was a lot of blaming in TV because things went wrong all the time. Like, oh, that person said it. So that was always frustrating. I, I, I do get, especially what Stevie said with like, especially when it's your boss, you don't want to say too much because you kind of don't want to lose the job or have to worry about that. But I think for me, I, the people that I did stand up for myself too I was always quite ready to walk away from the job like if they got rid of me I'll get a different job because obviously TV was like you bounce around from different jobs anyway um so I feel like towards the end I definitely said more of what I wanted to but actually looking back mostly I was like 19 20 and I would love to go back now and have them say that to me now because they would not be standing. I would verbally flatten them, especially because I like don't need the job, but I wouldn't care. I would love to go back <laughs> to some of them people um, and talk to them now. So, yeah, I definitely did have that. But you know what as well? I think that's a shame is that because I was so young, you sort of just, I don't know about you girls, but when I was that age, like 18, 19, I just sort of had that like, oh, well, I suppose like I'm really young and, you know, maybe I do need to learn and maybe this is the way that the world is no the world don't need to be that way and especially in this day and age as you say like there's so many things in place to make sure that people are treated right I think it's important that everyone knows that you don't have to put up with being treated like shit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I definitely find it as well in 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 my industry in regards to like uh, performance and and uh and acting I I've definitely like been like super grateful for any opportunity and done loads of things for free and been spoken to like shit and run around and demanded you know and and naturally I'm I'm like yeah yeah I can do that I can do that or I'll offer to do things that aren't even related I'm like I've got a car I can pick it up and then get to a point when you get a little bit like I think you have to get stung a few times don't you as a natural progression for you to go I won't stand for this no more so I do think it is it is a part of learning being either shat on or spoken to in a certain way and it and it takes it takes a few of those moments for you to go do you know what I'm not standing for this no more and and 
And I think everyone has to go through that. So, you know, I'm I'm grateful now with hindsight that I can look back and be like, do you know what? For all of those times, you've made me that bit more determined to know my, know my, what's the word? Know my value sort of thing and yeah. say no or to walk away from jobs and people and opportunities in quotation marks because I've I've come away and been like no I've been I've been stung by this before so I think it is just a natural part of like developing and growing but now I do I see lots of people coming into the industry or like young people like well not young people but people kind of coming into it and being like oh what about this and what about that and I'm I'm now putting I'm like here are all the gems of wisdom that I wish I knew when I was your age and this is what you don't need to put up with and and demand a break for this and are you getting paid for that and and it does I think a lot I think a lot of it for me was there was a lot of there were a lot of different jobs and opportunities that would have people asking and making me work for free or doing additional stuff that was wasn't my job or wasn't my responsibility and I think that's definitely something I would like to impart is just to be like just double check like sorry hold on like I say yes way too quickly I'm like yeah yeah yeah, sure 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 I'm just here to please I'm literally a people pleaser I can't help it but now I'm looking at things and I'm like I'll have to let you know about that I I don't always do this like you know what I'm like girls I'm like oh god girls I'm I'm doing an extra and you're like what do you mean you're doing that that's not a party I'm like like, I know just I couldn't say no I still am really bad at it but it takes a little bit of time so that's the that's the input of wisdom that I would give to anybody now is just be like just take a breath and and say to them i'll have to let you know about that i say that with someone that uh, definitely i'll say yes at first and then i'll realize afterwards i'll be like i can't do that but now i'm better at messaging and saying oh i'm really sorry i said i would be able to do that but actually i don't have the time or the capacity now like or like i'll just tell them true i'm really sorry i've got other things i need to be doing in that time so i can't do it i'm afraid but just it's, it's about really setting your boundaries clear isn't it with people but definitely comes down to like setting whether or not you want to be spoken to in that way or treated that way and yeah i think that's the luxury that you two have got though being self-employed because if you're employed there's a much bigger system at play so yeah. it's not as easy to put your boundaries in place listen if you read everybody in my company's job description I bet everybody is doing more than than what is in there or or the boundaries are really blurred like you you just it's just the way it is I know that's that's bad and to be honest going into a workplace is like going back to school you work out who clicks with who who doesn't get on with who and you've somehow just got to like find your way through it but going back to your question about have you ever worked with someone who's like a manipulator and gaslighter my first job was with the biggest manipulator the biggest gaslighter I have ever met in my life and to this day I can't work out if she's an absolute psychopath or just extremely clever Mm -hmm. because she manipulated grown adults to do whatever she wanted and the things that she would do was so simple and so basic but everyone was like fighting for her attention like it was ridiculous because you the the thing was she you didn't want to be out of favor Mm. So you all competed to not be the one who was having a hard time of it. And she never did anything that was so bad that you could report it. It was always very passive aggressive. Um, 
yeah, it, it was mental. The only thing I would say is you, and, and I didn't realize this at the time because I was like 21, 22. It was like, I, I was just completely new to, to like a working environment. Um, but you do still have quite a lot of power. You don't have to engage in those types of activities. Like you, if you, if she's asking you about your home life, give her a blunt answer. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was fine. Thanks. Done. You don't need to elaborate. You don't owe her anything. If she's, um, and I think when, when you take that power away from someone, just in simple little thing, doing just by doing simple little things like that, it makes you feel more in control, even if you're not really in control. Do you know what I mean? It's, um, yeah, it's an odd one. It's a really, really odd one. And it, like, I think Alison has said that she's spoken to people who she works with. Um, but I always found that if you say something to somebody else, not necessarily, um, higher up the chain, but just like, oh God, was I really, um, off the mark in that meeting? 90% of the people will agree that it's not you it's the other yeah. person so um yeah but I'm oh god I remember working for that lady she was a nightmare absolute nightmare like some days I'd come home crying like oh yeah she, yeah, yeah but do you know what it was it was because my job was my be all and end all and I think it was because I was young I was naive and then when you get to a point where you think like oh it's just a job it's just a yeah. job. I wanted, but I really wanted to do a good job. I was so conscientious and I am now, but I think I'm a bit more wise, if that makes sense. Whereas like yeah. the the value of how good my work is, isn't determined by one person. And if I haven't done it to somebody's standard, it's probably because there's something else at play that doesn't suit their agenda. Do you know what I mean? So I think I'm a, I'm a bit older and wiser, but yeah, workplaces are like playgrounds. You've just got to work out how to negotiate and yeah, play the game. Navigate. Back. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, Steve. I also love what this person has asked. And she's like, Should I play her back her own game? And part of me was like, Yes. Gaslight this bitch. Tell well, her, you can. Tell you her can. that you love her jacket and that you think her shoes are a bit don't really match. I love that jacket. It's so beautiful, but those shoes don't really go, do they? Oh, you're gonna get sacked. No, don't take my advice. <laughs> I tell you what though do you know what it's just exhausting and when you think like oh god you're there for so long like eight hours a day usually like Uh dealing with people at least you can work from home hopefully you can work from home and then just block her number no I'm joking don't do that you will get sacked (laughs) oh it's really difficult but yeah I got gaslit by somebody at the pub I got gaslit by somebody that was like telling me like this is not a customer either it's somebody that's coming in for an, an event they totally gaslit me they was like in in front of me just like super complimentary everything was really chill yeah that's not brilliant we'll make it work it's gonna be great blah 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 blah. you know and as a people pleaser I'm like great I'll see what I can do this one's a no that one's a yes this one's a maybe but let's work it out and make make whatever we can happen and then within the space of a month they was like, oh, we was told we could do this and we could told, told good. And I was like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> definitely said to you, you can't do that. And definitely said that that was a maybe, but they went above me and was like, well, we were told that we could do this. And I was like, hold on. Uh, anyway, I, I, but then came into the pub, kiss on the cheek. How are you? How's everything? And I'm like, no, 
no but I obviously couldn't say that but I just kind of gave them a bit of coldness I was like yeah I'm good thanks but like you said Steve I kind of gave them a little bit like there was no leads that didn't I didn't let our conversations lead to any more conversation I gave answers that had no uh <laughs> you, there was no nowhere for them to reel off into another conversation probably it was kind of like done it was kind of like when we was at your brother's wedding now <gasps> oh <And> I, no <laughs> I kind of gave that I gave that it was really oh god bless them and how are you I'm good are you having a nice time yes where have you come from not far give me something here love give us something you know when you've got two of the chattiest people in the world struggling for conversation that is bad i turned into her yeah she was she was a great character study yeah if that's (laughs) any any advice it's just like just make no way for there to be any more conversation but make them struggle they will never do it again i like i will in the nicest way if I ever was to see that lovely lady again I would wave and that is yeah it. yeah yeah nice to see you off we nice go to see ya. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of this week's episode don't forget to give us a review and send any questions to long story short podcast 22 at gmail.com head over to our tiktok long story short pod to see what we've been up to we'll be back next tuesday and don't forget no story will ever be short Bye. Bye.